But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Do you believe that the Lord tonight has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Tell them. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, 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 women. I said women. I'm not gay. I would not date a man. I would not carry a purse. I would not put on makeup. I will. I will love a woman. The culture of it. We're bringing them the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two Gs in a pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well versed. That's real. Two Gs in a pod. The thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have two. Two Gs in a pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two Gs in a pod. In a pod. Good people, good people, good people, our good people. Once again, it's two G's in a pod. I am the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left sits who? What up, G? What's going on, my man? What's going on? Hey, wait a minute. I, I said that wrong. I, Goldfinger, what up, G? What up, Goldie? <laughs> How you doing? Still having those senior moments? Yeah, man. <laughs> I gotta get some bananas or some shit. <laughs> you need some remember, remember ginkgo biloba. Remember that shit? You need some ginkgo biloba. Whatever the fuck that shit, man. Whatever it did. I don't know. It'll, I don't, it'll, I don't it'll, remember. It'll help with you. <laughs> so what's good? I don't know, man. I'm starting to get worried though. <laughs> Just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. What's going on? It's all right. Hopefully you can forget all this bullshit that's going on. Shit, I, I have I have already forgotten. Yeah, that, that may not be a bad thing if you can get to forget all the uh, nonsense and shenanigans. I like that. It's another one of my favorite words. Shenanigans. Shenanigans is a good word. That these uh, motherfuckers pulled on us. Yeah. You know, going into our seventh month? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Seven months of shenanigans that they uh, pulled on us and pulled the wool over our eyes and tricked us, hoodwinked, bamboozled, whatever you want to call it. They got us. Yeah, and um, at this rate, like, what can you expect with oh. the next couple of months? That's what I'm really like. More bullshit, more shenanigans. Yeah. Um, higher uh, stakes, though. Definitely higher stakes. Definitely higher stakes. It's uh, people are trying to downplay it, but the stakes is real high. Real you, high. You know what seems funny to me, G? And it's not really funny, but it's just it's interesting. Interesting thing is that everybody's making plans for next year. Like, you know like TV companies and the sports and everything is being like business as usual. And that's the vibe that they want you to be on. But what if it is business as, as usual? It's like, you're telling us that things are, have forever been changed. Definitely things have forever been changed, but the more things change, the more they remain the same. If you allow it to. Well, business Listen, you know how we talk. We always say follow the money. Businesses don't change. The way they conduct business don't change. The way they deal with us is going to change. But as far as them trying to make money off us or uh, monetize us in certain ways, that's not going to change. And they have. They've, they've made a lot of money 
off of this situation, and the people are continuously left on a hamster wheel to figure it out again. We're, like I said, man, I'll go back to um, a couple of podcasts when we were talking about the, the twice $2 trillion stimulus. I still stand on the ground that we all could have had a million dollars. Awesome so I still stand on the ground of that. In my Austin Powers voice, I put my pinky to my jaw. One million dollars. We could have had that. Dr. Evil in the house. Dr. Evil is in the building. Well, it's a lot of evil in the building right now. Yeah, tell me about it's, it. Um, it's crazy, the shit that's going on. It's fucking crazy. Not to sound petty, but I have to bring this up. Disney, I'm going to fucking cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you still mad at Disney. Look, and they push it back. That's not coming out until whenever, because we don't even know if we're going to be here next year. Well, they do. Yeah, they, they, they know they, if we're going to be yeah, here. Yeah, man. In a smaller capacity, if you let them continue on the path that they're trying to go down, we will be uh, here, but at a diminished capacity. All right, now I got what I want to say. Ginkgo Baloba. <laughs> All right, so our peoples, we've seen the memes, we've seen the, you know, the videos and all this different type of stuff. The Simpsons. Oh, The Simpsons. That was on The Simpsons. They predicted that. And we've seen movies like Minority Report. Right. That kind of predicted certain types of behaviors that would go on. We've seen Total Recall. We've seen all these different movies from years and years. What's that movie that you have with the glasses? What's, what's that movie called? Uh, they Live. They you Live. You still ain't watched They Live? I still haven't seen it. Ah, your fucking memory. Ginkgo Biloba. <laughs> all right. So, so we have all these different examples of what, the Matrix too, right? The Matrix. Now, question. Are they... Warnings, or are they? What is it called in a movie? Um, um, Plots. That's no, not a plot. There's a certain word. Predictive programming. Predictive programming, but there's a word that they use in uh, uh, foreseeing. Yeah. Where they'll show you something. Yeah. And then it'll come into play later. Yeah. Yeah. Foreshadowing. So now. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Is it that, or is it warning? I think it's all of it. Expound, please. Ginkgo right. Biloba. <laughs> I, think, I think this whole thing with Thanos, even though it's been, you know, in the comics for years and years, right. for them to highlight that as a plot point on a mass level, now we got to remember, this is Disney. This is Marvel. This is Disney. This is a place where normally type of um how do you say a type of subject like that wouldn't be broached on a regular like catastrophic right millions of millions of people being wiped off the planet no 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 you're talking about hundreds of millions of people throughout the universe not just the planet so we're talking on a grand scale with we're making a, a, a relative comparison with Thanos and what he was saying on a grand scale, it was universal where he was like, the universe can't sustain life at its current rate at the path that it's going. But we're talking global as far as the earth goes. You're talking about, what is it? 7.5. Let's say just round it off and say 8 billion people. Right. They want to get rid of half. So if they're, if they're the Thanos concept reigns supreme. So those type of themes, along with the minority reports where you have predictive programming as far as with how people are being surveilled and crime and done up and total recall where you had trials basically in front of TV and stuff of that nature right. where you had all this, all these things were concepts that were brought to life to, to bring to us as a form of entertainment. This is something that will was planted almost like an assumption type of thing right. where they plant this type of seed in your head of this can be a possibility. Matrix can be a possibility. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, is it 
a warning or is it foreshadowing? All right, I'll ask you this. Go ahead. And I think I'll answer it. Who controls if we see it or not? Is it the same people that control the news? Yep. Is it the same people that have all the media conglomerates? Yep. So my thing is, why wouldn't it? So you're saying foreshadowing? No, I'm saying that... Or a little bit of both. Life imitates art. Art imitates life. life. That is correct. See, they know the majority of us as a whole are stupid. They know this. They know for a fact the majority of us as a whole are stupid. They know it. They bank on it. They basically conduct business knowing that. Because everything we know right now, the majority of us, everything we know, we were told. Well, they didn't tell me that they wasn't going to give me no new content on motherfucking Marvel <laughs> for almost seven months. Look, if I hadn't bought that package. Well, first of all, they have to make the lie believable. So if they keep coming out with content, the first thing you're going to do, because you're not part of the dummies, you're part of the people that say going to be like, we, where we question everything. The first thing we'd have been with, like, wait, wait a fucking minute. How the fuck they still film that? Yeah, so but they, they got to make the vibe believe. they got all this shit in the can. You can't have those kind of trailers and you got a $200 million epic movie that's coming out in two months and not have already planned for it before you started promoting it. Well, I'm going to pose a question to you. What's the bigger picture? Is it the movies? Or You're is right. it the plan? You're right. But my thing is this, before y'all kill us off, quote unquote, <laughs> can I get some type of uh, new content before what happens? I mean, are you bringing Tony Starks back? Who's going to be the new Black Panther? You know? What's going to happen to Thor? What's going to happen to the Guardians of the Galaxy? We need to know this. What's going to happen to my bill? <laughs> well, first of all, it's not just your bill. It's our, it's our bill. bill, right? Right, I forgot. Because uh, each one, each one, yeah, share with one. Spread love the Brooklyn way, baby. You know how we do. If you got an account, we, we got, got an account. account. <laughs> Two G's So we have to make the lie believable, like my esteemed colleague has just informed me. That is correct. So making lies believable. Got to constantly reinforce it. Okay, making lies believable. First off, I got to believe the lie. We don't believe the lie. We question everything. Which brings me to my point here. Um, Senator Gilliam? Make the lie believable, man. But it wasn't believable, though. But first and foremost, who cares? Thank you. Who the fuck cares? He's yeah. married with kids, right? Um, allegedly. Allegedly. So he says he does not identify as gay. Allegedly. Allegedly. But he's bi. Allegedly. That's, if you're buying something, somebody's selling something. Allegedly. <laughs> so my Did thing you is. buy the lie? My, my thing is this. Okay, what's your thing? First off, again, who cares? Who the fuck cares? One. Two, what does that have to do with your job? Who the fuck cares? Can you do your job? But in these times, mm -hmm. having this type of treachery going on in your personal life mm -hmm. can lead to the fact that if you can do your job properly or not. Well, let's say, what if he was just getting ahead of the story? No, he Allegedly. Was, no, he was getting behind the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story was getting behind him. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 But, you know, let's say someone found out. But somebody did find out. That's the thing. So, you know what? How do you get ahead of something? You put it out yourself. 
Yeah, but that should happen. Allegedly. That should happen a year ago, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, no, no, no. We found out about that story a year ago. No. Because that's not just some shit where you just start off with. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're saying allegedly because it's allegedly. We don't want to get sued. At least not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And now, now behind some shit like this. Why you got to say behind? <laughs> I'm sorry? Allegedly? Allegedly. Allegedly, I'm sorry. Allegedly. Nah, but my thing is this. If this is what you do and this is your lifestyle, then Own there it. should be no apology for it. What are you apologizing for? All right, you're apologizing because you got caught. All right, now, if you believe in the lifestyle you're living, getting caught is what? If you don't fucking care. Right. My thing is, there has to be more to it. Of course there is. Than what you're leading on to it. And my thing is this. You're not the first person that has been outed with this type of lifestyle or even not outed, just being walking around just with it. Some people doing, just be like, you know what? This is what it is. It is what it is. This is not a new phenomenon. No. But my thing is this. Does this make you more or less trustworthy because you didn't tell us? My thing is, it ain't nobody's business. But is it my business if it can skewer how I do my job? If it affects the way you do your job, then it's my business. If it doesn't affect the way you do your job, it's not my fucking business, man. And the thing is, is that there is some type of um, mystery behind your moves when somebody can use that against you. If you're already saying that this is what you're comfortable with doing and how you're living your lifestyle and this, that, and the third, then it shouldn't be able to be used as leveraged against you if this is what you do. Unless you feel it's wrong. Unless you feel it's wrong. So allegedly. if you feel it's wrong, allegedly, if you feel it's wrong, if your gut's telling you it's wrong, it's probably wrong. It's probably wrong. You understand what I'm saying? If your gut, if you feel that you felt the need to hide it, you felt the need to keep it from the public, you felt the need to um, cover it up, cover and it up. Something in you is telling you. It's wrong. Now, we're not saying that being gay is wrong. We're not saying that being lesbian, whatever you want to be, you be. But if you feel the need to hide it. Another thing with being in a political sphere and having this type of thing going on, you put yourself in a position where your motives can be compromised and it affects the public that you plan on representing. Why do you say put yourself in a position? Allegedly. Allegedly. Because <laughs> we really don't what know. What position would that be? Sir? Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like, it's like you were just saying, man, if you feel that it can be used against you, it can only be used against you because you chose to hide it. Only reason. And you didn't want no one to know. So if you chose to hide and you didn't want nobody to know, then somewhere deep inside you, you felt it was wrong. Or did you feel that deceiving the public with what you presented and what you presented wasn't actually truth? Was it wrong? Yeah, but my, my thing is this. If you've deceived the public at this point right. for this many years yeah. and stuff of that nature, right. then what won't you deceive the public with in the future. Those are the questions that we're going to ask. So if you already lied to us saying that, okay, this is me, my mold, what's quote unquote the perfect family structure. If you ran on that, but you knew it was a lie, what else would you lie about? Indeed. It's like the, the uh, there was another chick who got caught for pretending to be black. Can't remember the chick's name. Right. You know, what else would you lie about? Yeah. You know, so that's the question I'm going to ask. If you felt the need to lie on this, what else would you lie about? So those are the questions that we're going to ask because we're of the mindset that, yo, 
Anything you say once, you better be sitting to say it twice. I am what I am. We are what we are. Two G's in the pod is what it is. Now, if it's a fluid situation, he could have really just said that because nobody really was actually asking for his sexual countdown or anything like that with, with him coming out in office. We're in the climate now where that right there ain't really a big fucking deal. But should it be? That shouldn't be the big deal. The bigger deal should be that you felt the need to hide it and deceive the public. So now the question should they should be asking his constituents down there is, what else are you lying about? Right, but also, could it be um, a mirror type of situation where you look at the public to whereas, are we making something that shouldn't be quote-unquote, a taboo, a taboo, and that can affect the process of him doing his job because people can hold something over him. That's the point I'm trying to understand, or that's the point I'm trying to make, is if you felt the need to hide it, now you now gave people leverage to hold something over it. And that does no good for the public. Which doesn't do good, exactly. Because now it's like, I can compromise your job by threatening to say, hey, I know this about you. Which in turn... I need this from you. Which in turn can compromise the whole state that you represent and everything exactly. else. So that's the bigger picture. The bigger picture, I'm going to fuck who you sleeping with. That's not my business. As long as they're grown and of age and of a sound mind and they can understand what they're doing and how they're doing it. As long as right. you're not down there fucking around with kids, because you know how I feel about that. I'm not even going to go down that road. But you know, click clack, motherfuckers. As long as you understand what you're doing as a consenting adult, I don't give a fuck who you sleep with. Right. But if it can come up with what you're doing, you feel is wrong, so you felt the need to hide it, and it can compromise your job where someone can come in and leverage that information to get you to do something that will benefit them and not benefit the people that you're representing, that's where I have the fucking problem. Two G's in the pod, y'all. Shit. What's the standard now? Like, what is the standard for um, how we go about our lives? Who and what determines the standard for how we move in this sphere, in this in this climate? Is it the public? Is it our peers? Is it our race? You're speaking to me? Yeah. You know how I feel. I told you, my greatest form of freedom, I think I've said it before on many different occasions on, on our platform. My biggest form of fear was I stopped worrying what motherfuckers thought about me. I've never been freer when I stopped doing that. Because I was, I was the type years ago that I was always concerned of what someone would thought. What would someone would think of what I'm doing or how I'm doing it? So I wasn't even living for myself. I was living for other people's opinion. And then I had this epiphany when all the lessons that my dad taught me and all the lessons that my mom taught me and continues to teach me was, why are you worrying about what the fuck think people think about you? It's not going to pay my bills. It's not putting money in my pocket. It's not putting food on the table. It's not... Uh, handing me any type of sexual favors. It's not allowing me to advance worrying about what people think or how, what they, what their perception of me are. What you see is what you get. You don't like what you see. Look the fuck away. All right. With that being said, you're, you're actually speaking for yourself about yourself for yourself. Correct. My thing is, is there some type of responsibility that you feel that you need to have towards the public towards the towards your race towards um i don't know just like it feels like from what you're saying from what you're saying your responsibility is to you and your immediate family and to do what's right for you right no my responsibility is to do to do what's right for me as long as i'm not disrespecting anyone as long as i'm not hurting anyone 
I'm going to do what I feel is right. Period. Period. Not just right for me. I'm just going to try my best to do what's right. Right. Whether it's for my people, for my family, for my race, or should I say, for the soul brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's literally only one race is the human race. It's semantics. Um, I'm going to try my best to do what's right. Uh, just as a human being. Just, just as a human being. If we all conducted, let's say we all chose to just do what's right. You know how much better the earth would be? Right. You know how much better life would be? If we just chose to do what's right. Right. If we chose to say, uh, the, like, go by the Ten Commandments, Right. I'm not a religious person. You've probably heard me say this many a times before. I'm just not a religious person. I believe in God. I believe there's a God. You're spiritual, but you're not. I'm definitely spiritual. I understand because He's done a lot for me in my life. So I understand it. This a lot of things don't happen by chance. I'm I'm moved by something greater. Right. But if you take the Ten Commandments and let's say you follow them, you can break the Ten Commandments down into two, right? Which is, uh. The way you want to treat people and the way you want to be treated. So if you want to treat people the right way, you won't steal from them. You won't sleep with their wife. You understand? You won't you, kill them. You won't kill them. Right. So you can break the Ten Commandments down into two. Basically, what do you want done to you? It's really the golden rule. That's it. it really is. But we as humans complicate things. We as humans, we complicate life. Life should not be this hard, man. It just shouldn't. Right. But we make it hard. We overthink. And we kind of broaden it to our own specs. You know, we, we kind of nudge the, the lines of, oh, yeah, I can just tiptoe this way, even though it's not really the right way Wait, to do it. I'm going to tip, just, and that's where we start and fucking that's, up. And that's where we start from. That's by where push, we start fucking by pushing up, by the pushing the line. By pushing, pushing the, margin. the margin. You know, some people have more than money than other people. It is what it is. Right. I'm cool with that. Right. You know, the people that don't, should work harder. You know, if the level playing field was level, would they have to work as hard? Yeah. Why? Because the playing field's level. So now everyone has the same advantages that you have. So now it's literally going to fall down to hard work. And then, then with an, another ideology that I feel like we have is that if it wasn't based on work, 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 People can be creative and do stuff because not everybody is driven by the work or being in the hamster wheel or being on a nine to five. Some people are just, their contribution is to do something creative. Right. Their contribution is maybe to build or their right. contribution is to, to garden. You know what I mean? Or their contribution is to farm. Everybody, everybody has, has a, a place. place you know, everybody yeah. has a place. Like, I, all right, I'm going to speak on one of the, like one, something that everyone can relate to. Except you, because you don't drive. You ever went down to the DMV? Some people at the DMV are some of the most miserable people you will ever deal with. Mm. I've been in the DMV before. I mean, you got ID. You know right. what I'm saying? But the point I'm trying to make is some of those people shouldn't be working in the DMV. They should be in a factory somewhere in the back where they don't have to deal with people making trinkets because they don't have the right personality or the right mentality to deal with that many people. Right. I think that, um, and you know, getting back to and referring it back to homeboy that's um, sending the gilliam. Right. If you don't have a certain type of thing, don't put yourself in a position to portray yourself to have that thing and look for no criticism. You dig Listen, what I'm saying? You're a public figure. Like we get criticism. Right. Like, people have come at me, like, I've posted some shit online, right? Last week, you had sent me something with the uh, CEO of Netflix allegedly getting caught with um, pornographic, pornography, uh, child, child pornography. Pornogra yeah, child pornography. So I had somebody come at me was like, oh, it's not true. And I was like, well, how do you know? She was, and basically they pulled up something online and said, because this said so. And I'm like, so you're going to tell me that him 
and all his media friends can't manufacture an untruth? Good question. You understand? Because we always said, he who controls the information controls the world. That's a fact. So you tell a lie enough times over and over and over and over again. With the access to be able to get it With the access it out to be able to give everyone. to the masses. Right. That lie now becomes truth. Or well, at least to in those that context. That are unlike us. Yeah. Yeah. That lie now becomes truth. Just why if you break down television, it's television. Because now the more it's on, the more you watch it, the more you gonna believe it. You know, there's a saying they say the lie can run around the, the world before the truth gets a chance to put his pants on. That's a fact. And that's some real shit right there. Two G's in the pod, y'all. Message. So normally I wouldn't bring this up, but um you actually have to ignore the haters. You have to ignore the haters. Oh, that's basically my moniker. Because people are going to hate for the simple fact that they're not doing what you're doing. And it's not even what you're doing. Sometimes people... When I say what you're doing, I mean anything. Yeah. So some, whatever they want to do, they're not doing it. But they're going to hate on you because you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, that's, that's what the, I meant when I, I think I, th I think that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that a lot of people, they look from an outside point of view of something that maybe they don't even want to do themselves. But it's just the fact that you are doing what you want to do. It draws an ire from them. Yes. Like, we get hate from people, and it's not direct hate, it's indirect hate. Indirect. Because we're that. doing this podcast. Oh, you was talking about that? I was talking about LeBron. Oh, fuck me, man. Really? Yeah. Look, so, so, like so I just want to dedicate Get this, it off your chest. I want to dedicate this portion. I'm going to let him get it off his chest. I want to dedicate this portion of the program to the current, um, and I'm not sure exactly who was voting or why he wouldn't get MVP, but, um, you know, maybe it was for that guy that's going home to Cancun. Um, he's on vacation now. He's actually out of the bubble, and he's looking to... Who that? Giannis? Uh, whatever that guy... Whatever I can't guy, what, Whatever the guy's I'm, name is. I just, ah, I can't whatever, whatever that guy's name is, but it's, it's not really important because he's not playing. But, um... So I just want to, you know, thank LeBron for bringing so much joy to the world as the best basketball player in the whole world. And, um, you know, just never mind the haters, brother. Never mind the haters. Never mind the haters. You finish? Two G's in the pod, y'all. <laughs> God, second. And we're back. As he uh, got his LeBron love. LeBron love fest off his chest. I had I I couldn't even say nothing. I just let him go. I was like, you know what? Just go ahead, get it off your chest. So he he's got it off his chest. LeBron does deal with a lot of hate. He he is judged by a uh, different standard that other players are not judged by. But I have this saying that my mom always told me: "Heavy is the head, where's the crown?" Sure did. So you know if. Your king expect criticism. I guess this goes back to the standards. We hold people to a certain viewpoint. And is it fair? Is it really fair? Life's not fair. Life's not fair. Life's never going to be fair. fair. Life's not, never going to be fair. You're, you're not going to be judged by what you feel or what people feel. And it's never really going to match. That's why I don't give a fuck. Because you're never going to be judged fairly. Like someone can be doing the exact same thing you do and they're going to judge you at a higher standard. Right. Right? Right. You know, you're never going to be judged according to your own merit. You're going to be judged to someone else's standard. Right. So don't give a fuck. That's how I, I walk around. I don't care what no one, and I've said this before, I don't care what no one thinks about. It's interesting because we're in different times now and it's like, 
as much as we might not care what other people think, there is a standard that we're going to have to live by in order to get things accomplished and get things done. The standard we should all live by is what we just said. The golden rule. The golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So if you're going to fuck up, you need to expect that at some point that's coming back. So if you carry yourself in a way that's right, just do the fucking right. It's not that difficult to do the right thing, man. To quote a Spike Lee movie, which is one of my favorites. Just do the fucking right thing, man. It's not that difficult. You know, we're caught up in, you know, a situation where we already talked where we had two fucking, uh, uh, at the time, seemed like they was doing a great job. But now as the grand scheme of things, as things unfolded, these two motherfuckers ruined New York City. Ruined it. They right. ruined businesses. They ruined businesses that's been around for as long as I can remember in my 50 years. They fucked them up. Now, it's, as you go and you look back, it was like, yo, they could have been up and running. People were still going in Walmart. People still was going in fucking Home Depot. People were still going in fucking um, the Amazon stores, the Whole Foods. The big chains were allowed to exist where all the small ones, they was like, nah, y'all can't, y'all can't function. function. Fuck y'all. And the thing is, is like, you would think that COVID was just relegated <laughs> to those stores. Yeah. And wasn't relegated to the Whole Foods and the Amazons and everything, every place else. But there's the problem with us as human beings. We're not using the brains that are in our head properly. So I you're think thinking like, you know, it sounds like we're going like left, which we probably are. Um, so it's okay to go in this store, but it's not okay to go in that store. You can walk into a restaurant restaurant with a mask on, but you can take it off when you get to the table. Like, you're in a different atmosphere because you're at that table. How much fucking sense does that make? Yeah, it's a lot of different rules and stuff of that nature. And it's like, it's... But I think the standard that um, that we're being held to is off balance because the people that are creating the standard or that are up trying to uphold a certain standard are corrupt. Definitely corrupt. But think about this. This just hit me, right? Everything we know about COVID and how it functions, we've been told, right? Yeah. But if each individual would have actually thought about how they were conducting themselves, would we be in the mess that we're in? So go forget what you was told from watching the news. Mm -hmm. If you were to function how you function every day, how you carry yourself, would we be in the mess that we're in? I think it would be far less. Because my thing is like this, right? And I'm, I'm mad at myself because I allowed, in the beginning... I was like, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I knew what I felt and I felt like it was wrong, but I was like, all right, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I think a lot of it became a courtesy type of thing for others. So yeah, you don't come and it across. It literally was a courtesy. I didn't want to come across as an asshole, yeah. but the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, do I want to be an asshole or do I want to be an idiot? Yeah. And I think that a lot of it comes with the fact that you don't want to be that guy, like you said. And you don't want to put, and, and the weird thing is that they put this seed in our mind that we will be hurting our loved ones. And they play with our heartstrings in that That's type what they of did. way. They took our heartstrings. Like I said, the time that I missed spending, I, I used to go by my mom's every single day. So the time that I missed with her, falling from the pandemic, then I was like, shit. Anytime I had a regular cold, I'd stay away because... That's just common courtesy. I didn't want to give her a cold. If I had the flu, which is few and far between, I can count on one hand how many times I had the flu. I stayed away because it's common courtesy. I didn't want to see her catch that. But if I knew I wasn't sick, 
And it was like, oh, you, you, you could be asymptomatic. What the fuck is asymptomatic? Right. And then all they're going to tell you is that you have to quarantine anyway. So that would be how different than if you were staying away anyway. from a fucking cold anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was like, I wasn't even in the beginning. Like I said, I didn't want to, but did I want to be an asshole or an idiot? So yeah. I chose to be an idiot. I think, I think we got caught up in the fact that we're looking out for our loved ones and their well-being, but we were manipulated in a way that it almost became they were using us against us. They did use us against us. So now it's like they have this big thing now in New York City where uh, they're going to be enforcing the mask thing on public transportation when it already has been proven that the mask doesn't prevent it you from catching it. It prevents you from giving it out. But if you know that you was tested, like, okay, full disclosure, I had my antibodies done. Supposedly, I already had it. Right. Don't remember being sick. Don't remember anything to the point where I would say, I would have said, holy shit, I had uh, COVID. Right. But according to the two tests that I have taken, I already had it. Allegedly. Allegedly. But here's the, here's the rub. Now, so there being extra enforcement on public transportation, right? If you've ever been in New York, and, you know, we're from New York, and we're based out of New York. But if you've ever been in New York, even as a visitor, going on a train in New York is a different type of animal. You're exposed to a whole bunch visually, physically, and everything else. Physically, visually, fucking emotionally. Yeah. So you get your... I've seen Kung Fu rats. Yeah. I've seen rats eating pizza. Yeah. I've seen rats taking the train. Yeah. You, I've seen rats chase people. You've seen rats sleep with homeless people. I've seen rats. I've seen a rat orgy. So that's what we see in New York. Right. And you, you also know? have, you know, Showtime. Where we have the, the drummers, the, entertainment, the dancers, the, the singers. Yeah. In New York, you're going to get everything in New York. You're, you're going to get for it, you're going to find it. You're going to get York. the gropers. You're going to get the, 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 the crazy crowded trains. You're going to yeah. get the violence. You're, you're going to get yeah, the... You're going to get everything. So my thing is, if you're being exposed to all this stuff in just in mass transit alone. Right. Where it could be really, really crazy. And this is on an everyday scale. What the fuck is a mask going to do? Put it like this. You know what the mask is going to do when they enforce it? So I'm glad you got that off your chest. New York has a $14.5 million alleged budget deficit. They got to make that money up somewhere. But they just got so much money from the government as per this COVID thing. Yeah. How are they owe money? The resources weren't being we used. We just want to know. The resources, were, the resources weren't being used by the public because the public was home most of the time. Well, the public wasn't taking time citizens, so transportation. So what they're saying is we weren't spending enough. So the city wasn't making enough. But we weren't Even using the it. the governor gave them enough, but yet we still have a $14.5 million budget deficit. So they got to make the money up somewhere. So the mask enforcement is not for your health my health, those $50 fines are going to add up. Wow. So we use it less and they still after they get and that makes sense to everybody? We're just asking. Two G's in the pod, y'all. As of today, we have less than two months before the election. Yeah, it's 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 that clock's ticking. Ticking, 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 ticking and ticking. ticking loud. So we implore you here at Two G's in a Pod to vote because it is your right. We're not gonna say vote because people died. We're just saying vote because you have the right to exercise. Your vote. 
And the way you feel about the president, yeah, that may be whatever it is. As far as with who you're going to vote for, for president, that's the way it is. But there is other amendments and laws and local and federal and all types of judges and all types of stakes that are involved with this election that you will have. So take this time within this, you know, almost two months, do your research, find out, don't wait until you get to the booth. And don't be persuaded by what you're being told in the media. Do your research. Check motherfuckers history. Yeah. Check motherfuckers past. Yeah. Don't just forget like, oh shit, uh, they did that, but it was fucking 40, 50 years ago. Treat it like 9-11. Never, Never forget. forget. Check what they've done. Check their history. Look into it. Fact check. Just check and then go out. Use common sense. We implore you to use common sense. And then make your decision. Don't go following the herd. Don't get caught up with the, the perception of that everyone else creates for them. Use your own mind. Use your own common sense. And then make your decision. Another thing, too, that I've noticed is that you don't have to tell anybody who you voted for. No. It's literally... It's really nobody's business. No one's business but, but your own. So my thing is, you know... A lot of people can be pressured to vote one way or other, and they fall into the the peer pressure type of situation of voting for, you know, because of, and stuff of that nature. But the thing is, you'd have to really believe, and maybe if even if you don't believe in the people that are running, vote for your best interests interest. and the interests of, what do you feel is going to be best for your community, your family, and everything else? Correct. Don't get caught up in the negativity or the perceived positivity. Vote for your own best interests. Vote like, ask the question of what would I do in that position this goes back to the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah, I think that you find those tenets in the voting as well. You know what I mean? What would you like to have done to done. you? What would you do for others? Right. What would you do for you Right. if you were in that position? I totally agree with that. So, you know, get out there, exercise your right do the research. Do the research and vote. And may the best man win. Or the worst. But at least you had a say. At least you, at least you had a say. Two G's in a pod, y'all. So, we got all the heavy shit off our chest. For now, anyway. Right? I'm going to go back to, you know... Doing my boy a favor. LeBron is doing his thing. As if you as he as if you had to tell me that. You see, you try to be nice. You try to be nice to a guy. We got footballs back. Who we don't really fuck cares? with it. Right. Who we cares? got baseballs winding down, playoffs about to start. WNBA, same thing, winding down. U.S. Open, big up to uh, Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka. She keeps it 100 when she speaks. Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm digging on her. She's careful. She's a little young. No, no, she's of age. Be careful, R. Kelly. And I'm not looking at her like that. She goes out with the boy Corday. Okay. So that's a a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, you tread lightly. But but I'm feeling Osaka just on the strength that... um, She's not beholding to the media's 
cookie coated type of role for her. You know what I mean? She's blazing her own path. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I got, I got respect for her. I mean, I have respect for everyone, but I'm respecting the way that she's 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 carrying in her own lane. You know, yeah, I, I respect that. Uh, but getting back to uh, your boy, LeBron James is doing his thing. He gets the rest now. He gets to take it easy. He gets the rest. Wait for this game seven with the uh, clips and the nuggets. Yeah. You know. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that went seven. I am not surprised that went seven. I'm not either. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm you're just trying to be. Uh, I'm being facetious. I'm sorry. Yeah, you weren't fucking surprised. You were glad it went seven. Oh no, no, it was supposed to go seven. You know, give your I boy think, LeBron think, a little bit extra rest because uh, you know he, he he's playing like a young man, but he's not a young man. But this is the most rest that LeBron has ever had in any season. Well, remember, he everyone, trooper and honesty, should be super fresh because one, they didn't play 82 games, right? Yeah, but you got to remember, LeBron's season ended early because of injury last year. So he's Correct. got that rest. So he's got that rest. Then we got the rest of the delays. Right. The, from the, then he got the rest from the shortened season. And now he's getting the rest of being in the playoffs. Because you got to remember, LeBron has played the most basketball of any player within the last 10 years. He's had the most games of any player in, in basketball. Yeah. Because not only, not only yeah. has he played... Those well, playoff played, games never going all the way the to going no, but I'm saying you know, going to the finals, right? All those years, correct? And playing in Olympics, excuse so me. So that's a whole nother thing. I give it to you. I'm not. Listening. No, this wasn't up for debate. That wasn't a. That was wow. that was a fact. The disrespect. Is that real. was a fact. Wow, really? That's how we doing. When it comes to LeBron, that's how we doing, huh? I ain't bring up my man MJ in weeks. You just did. You I just did. Him up. I just you said just I didn't bring him up. You I'm just, just saying see, I didn't bring him up. See this. This is where we gonna go wrong, gang. This is this the part. <laughs> this the part where we gonna have it. I ain't say nothing. I just said I haven't brought him up. You just did, Michael Jordan. I ain't just saying I didn't bring him up. I didn't make no comparisons. I'm just saying I let it go. I let it what go. What does I let he it be. have to do? With what we were talking about. He plays ball, too. He hasn't played ball in 20 years. You crazy? The dude still is the nicest pickup basketball player in the, in the, in on the planet right now. Two Gs in the pot. Wow, you just going to cut me off? Cack second. <laughs> <laughs> That's our time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I am the infamous Iron Glenn. And to my left was sitting who? Goldfinger, what up, G? You know what's up. See you next week. Yes, sir. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Pause in the pause in the pause in the pause in the pause